0: Welcome back to our latest episode of Captain's Corner. Uh, we have the 2018 Columbia football captains with us today. Today it's just Landon Beatty and Kyle Kastner. Uh, Mike and Markham had some other commitments, so uh, we're here to talk about what's going on with the team, and we're going to look ahead to Saturday's game ag- against Brown. Uh, so like start it like we always do. Thanks for joining us. I know it's a, a busy day and everything for you guys. I know it's an off day, but still a lot of things you guys got to get done. So um, we'll put a little bit of cap on Harvard. Obviously not the result we're looking for. Um, talk about some of the things that went wrong and, and kind of how the, we talked about before we started recording, you know, the score wasn't necessarily indicative of how the game was played.
1: Yeah, I mean, from a defensive pr- perspective, obviously that's the most points we've given up from under Ferraro um, and in the last five years. So it's it's kind of um, – it hurts. Um, we know there's a lot to work on, but um, it's just little things. You know, it's not um, – I mean, I, we were talking earlier, the score isn't indicative of um, – the type of game that it actually was and there's just like little bang bang plays that make a big difference and um, I'm we'll go back to the Yale game I mean there's little margin of errors um, in this league and, and you got to uh, take advantage of the opportunities that you get and Harvard did that and us to them I mean, they've got a lot of talent on that side of the ball but I don't think that they were um, as much better than us as the score indicates I think that we just kinda um, gave them some opportunities and they took advantage of them and Look, I mean, we gotta uh, come together and rebuild because we we got a six and four season ahead of us, and um, we wanna we wanna go out the right way.
0: And offensively, there was some opportunities after you know the botched snap by Harvard and everything like that, and you know turns over we we turn the ball over back to them. Uh, talk about some of those missed opportunities uh, on the offensive side, Kyle.
2: Yeah, like Landon said, the score definitely wasn't indicative of how the game actually went. Uh, I think the first half we threw for about 180 yards, which was probably the most passing yards we had in a half all year and I think uh, Ty back there really did a good job especially as a freshman coming in and leading us that first half and uh, we definitely just shot ourselves in the foot and uh, like Landon said again I mean there's so little room for error and when you do that it's hard to come back momentum changes and uh, especially before the half um, just mistakes that we made and kind of killed ourselves killed our momentum and a a one score game turned into a two score game rather quickly and then the momentum changed completely so um it's gonna happen uh we have we have a lot of missing parts but I think our part or as a unit as a whole is is definitely still there and we definitely believe in what we can do and um six and four is definitely still ahead of us and we're looking forward to uh getting back out there
0: yeah I mean it's easy to as an outsider to look at that and say six and four you know Ivy League title hopes are kind of you know on the back burner but again, we talked about building this program and try to touch in again on the importance of finishing above 500, something the program hasn't done in back-to-back years in such a long time.
1: Um, I think that uh, our fans and the people around the program have been a little spoiled uh, with the 8-2 and, and us winning uh, a couple of games this year, too. I mean, freshman year, 0-10. So uh, it's definitely a big shift. And, and look, the program is, is where it is today. It's not falling back. We've got I mean, we're not going to make excuses, but we've battled through adversity like I've never seen before this year, and um, the, the program is still at a, at a point where um, we can rise, and still rise, but we're at a point where it's it's established, and um, now we're competitive in every game, every week, and um, the goal is an Ivy League championship every year, so um, this year, obviously, it's it's out of our grasp, but um, we're, we're going uh, <laughs> to do our best to win these two last games and um, finish out six and four for the first time since the 60s. So um, look, a winning season is a winning season. We're, we're going to put our head downs and head downs and grind and um, hopefully uh, get out of here with, uh, for me and Kyle, to finishing our two last seasons with uh, two winning seasons.
2: Yeah, definitely. I think having a chance to go six and four and us really being disappointed in that kind of shows where our program is. Um, we have a couple handfuls of starters that are gone for the year and having a chance to go six and four is pretty remarkable and um we even know we could have been better than that we we definitely could have been seven three or even eight and two again I mean little things that went wrong in game and kind of just didn't go away and I mean that just happens in a in a season so I think um the culture is where it needs to be and we're we're continuing to go up and I think even next year and the year after that they're going to get better and better.
0: We'll get a little bit more reflective next week as we go into senior game. You know, Landon will be your second senior game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but to p- people that are potentially thinking about coming to play football at Columbia, wh- what do they need to know going into it, and what are some things that you, they can take f- from your guys' experience and try to run with it and take the program to the next level?
1: Where do I start? I was actually talking to uh, a, per- a prospective uh, recruit yesterday. He's one of my family friends looking at Columbia. and it's so funny um, from my freshman year until now. Like he was like, dying to learn more about Columbia. He said, "I remember he was like, oh my god, like I can't believe you get to go to school in New York and play football," and I, and I was like, yeah, you know, that's pretty 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 cool if you ask me. And and just being in New York and experiencing um, kind of the social and. Um, it, Aspect of New York and, and getting the academic side of Columbia and then also being able to bring in the athletic side with football is It's unreal um, But specifically to the program. I mean this program is is awesome um, It's it's not just the coaches. It's it's everyone that cares so much I I, I truly think that we've got the best alumni network in the Ivy League um, the most interactive the most uh, involved and the most caring I mean we get we get texts from alumni every week about like uh, the game and, and trying to cheer us up after a loss or hyping us up after a win. And, and that just doesn't happen a lot in the Ivy League. and um, So look, we've got so much support here. Um, the best facilities in the Ivy League, uh, in my opinion, the best jerseys too. <laughs> um, we Still got some more on the way. So if you're a recruit, listen to this. Hold on. Um, but yeah I mean this program is is not even close to where it's going to be but right now it's in such a good position with uh, under coach Bagnoli and just the uh, the 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 way that we've built this thing and and um, established our brand Um, I think that there's still more uh, room for growth but right now I mean you can't help but um, be happy with what Columbia football has been in the last two years and even before that, I mean, there were really competitive games early on in Bagnoli's career and in my career that you kind of can hang your hat on, and, and now it's just kind of the expectation is to win, you know, and that, that is unheard of. if you if you. I, mean, I was talking to my, my roommate, my freshman roommate, Anders Hill, uh, yesterday, and we were talking about, wait, the, the expectation is, is to win these games and, and to win an Ivy League title, and that's just polar opposite from my freshman year. I remember we were going into games thinking, wait, are we going to win? Or or how much are we going to lose by, you know what I mean? And so now it's like, that is not even a thought in our brain. Like we we go into these games and expect to win. And that expectation is here. And that's been through the alumni, the previous players, and and our coaches, and all the sports staff and everyone. So it's awesome. And, And I love Columbia football.
0: Yeah, I mean, what would you tell, you know, a prospective student-athlete that's looking to come here to make the most, you know, how do they make the most of this experience?
2: Yeah, uh, Landon definitely touched on a lot there, and it was all very good, pretty much everything I would say. Uh, I guess a, a little bit to add, um, definitely using the alumni. Like he said, the alumni um, um, are incredible here. I mean, they, they support us so much, and it's just grown year after year, and um, we we continue to win, continue to – Uh, establish that winning culture and we just get more and more support from the alumni and from everyone around campus and I think that culture is definitely seen uh, everywhere you're in and everything you do Um, we these alumni help us get jobs they help us in the future and it's not just while you're in the program Uh, it's it's a lifelong relationship that you're kind of getting with these alumni and it's definitely a close-knit family whether it's you're in here for the four years or whether you're graduated and coming back and helping the younger guys Um, I think the team as a whole has become closer and closer as the culture has changed and being able to come back and you know I think the thing I'm going to miss most is just being is being on the team and playing with your family. I mean, this is a family thing now. These are your brothers and um, you have brothers that are on the team and you have brothers that have graduated. And, I mean, regardless of the class you're in, those are your brothers because you have all been through it and everyone knows what you've been through and how the culture was before and what it is now. And I think um, it's just going to continue to get better, and especially for incoming recruits, it's going to be something awesome to be a part of.
0: What's kind of the coolest experience for you guys that what's your been your best New York City moment uh in your four years here?
1: My best New York City experience was uh my freshman year. Uh I actually got tickets, uh my mom has a connection at ESPN and I got tickets to go to the Heisman uh presentation at uh the Nissan Center down in Times Square, which was so cool. Um and you kind of see like the the draft is at Radio not anymore, but my freshman sophomore year was at Radio City and um, but yeah, just being at that Heisman presentation, it just kind of reminds you that New York City is such a, a historical a sports city, you know, and, and there's so much, there's Yankees, there's, uh, the Giants and the Mets and the Jets. And, um, it's just cool to see, uh, how, how big of a sports city it really is. And, and, um, kind of for us building the Columbia football niche in that New York City sports environment,
2: it's, uh, it's pretty cool. I think for me, it's it's definitely hard to pinpoint a favorite. I think um, there's just so much to do here, and it's definitely different from a lot of the places where our, um, where our recruits come from. They're just they come here and they're shell shocked at first, just because there's so much around, so much to do, so much going on all the time. And I think, um, especially being on the team, you're with people that, I mean, are interested in the same thing and you go downtown and it's just a fun time no matter what you do. I mean, you can go out to eat, you can go to a concert, you can go do a Knicks game, a Yankees game, it doesn't really matter. It, it's just being with your friends and being able to experience all these things that you never thought you were going to experience in New York City. So I think, um, especially summers, I think summers yeah. is, is such a great time. Um, we, we ha- we've had some fun in it, the summers. We jumped in the Hudson River we, one yes, time. So we had a good time. Yeah. And
1: you didn't grow any extra limbs. We didn't grow <laughs> an extra limb. But it, it, it was like seven, <laughs> 17 football players jumping in. I was in the that Hudson. was
2: gonna be my favorite right there, yeah. jumping in the Hudson. Yeah. Um especially I mean some guys that have been graduated already would yeah. remember that too. That they'll <laughs> appreciate that. But we're gonna try to make that into a tradition. So yeah uh Definitely. just little things like that i mean you would never think oh jumping in the huts and that's disgusting but it's something that we're always going to remember yeah, yeah can you and tell us a
0: story about that is it safer yeah for the no, it was fun <laughs> we were just
1: uh it was in the off season uh it was in the spring and it was like me oh, yeah, was uh ryan suit uh, uh, uh kyle uh, anders, anders Buley. Buley. uh we had a we had, we had a squad and I remember we got breakfast and randomly, uh, looked at me and was like, yo, I I dare you to jump in the Hudson. And we were at like boat basin, which is like a breakfast spot right on 72nd and, uh, Broadway. And I was like, all right, let's do it. And one, (laughs) one thing led to a next and everyone started jumping in the Hudson. (laughs) People are looking at us like we're crazy. And it was just a cool experience. And, um, just, uh, shows you what you can do in New York and, and have fun and just make memories with, uh, with the guys that we came in with, and it's been a it's been a long journey, and um, we've been through a lot, a lot of highs, a lot of lows. But one thing that kind of has uh, stayed with us is the the bond of Columbia football. It's it's different than uh, it's different than the big brands of Ivy League. You know, what I mean, I wouldn't I'd put Harvard and you, everyone knows Harvard, everyone knows Yale, everyone knows Princeton. But when you come to Columbia, you kind of have that chip on your shoulder. These are the different guys, the guys that got overlooked by Harvard, the guys that got overlooked by Yale. And that's something that I think Columbia, over every school in the Ivy League, has. It's that chip. And uh, we, we don't want the, the big guys to come here. We want, we want to beat them, you know. And, and we want the guys that are going to come in here, work, um, and enjoy the experience and make Columbia football great.
0: With all the things going on in New York City, how do you kind of, like, manage all that and try not to get overwhelmed and kind of narrow your focus a little bit, especially when you get into season and stuff? Was that a little bit of an adjustment coming in or is something you have to figure out as you go?
2: I think just the part of growing up. Um, you come here as a young 18-year-old, and um, you just got to learn how to how to kind of manage your time of classwork, football, and social life. Um, and I think the guys that have been here help the younger guys do that. Um, the first semester and even the second second semester are definitely a learning curve. Um, no one comes; very few people come in and uh, do well right off the bat. I mean, it's just a different type of school and it's it's a different type of work ethic that you have to kind of learn and grow on each year. And I think um, the guys around the team help each other do that. And whether that be m- helping people manage their time, letting them know how to study, letting them know which classes to stay away from, which classes to take. Um, it's definitely time management is, is a huge thing to, to kind of uh, solidify yourself in. And, and I think once you're here for four years, you kind of get used to it, and you kind of get used to the flow of football—40-hour uh, weeks of football—and then coming back and do what you, doing what you have to do to get your schoolwork done, and still having time on the weekends to hang out with your buddies and make the New York memories that we talk about. So I think, um, I mean, being a team on and off the field is really what we—what uh, it comes down to.
0: Now we're going to go back to football a little bit. We're trying to preview the Brown game, Landon. What are going to be some keys to try to limit the big plays uh, going into this weekend against the Bears?
1: Yeah, I mean, different from the last couple of years. Brown has a new offensive coordinator, so um, it's a little uh, different look of offense um, that we've been used to the last couple of years. But um, they're definitely a team that is going to throw the ball. Um, and I think that kind of gets me, Bert, and the, the the corner is excited, you know, because it's on us again. And um, but yeah, limiting big plays. The, their offense is is keen on um, kind of deep threats, um, switch routes, um, different different combinations to kind of throw the DBs off. So I think the biggest uh, biggest thing for us this week is having our eyes in the right position, um, being locked in on every play, um, communicating. Uh, between the 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 linebackers the safeties the corners and uh honestly getting a getting a big rush from our d-line at you know love's going to get after it. I know Mike's going to get after it um Coop's going to get after it so look uh we're we're very very angry after our performance last week I think that's uh a good word is to put it mildly we're angry and uh we're not putting our heads down and putting our tails between our legs we're <laughs> getting up and, and getting to get our revenge on someone and just happens to be Brown this week. So we're going to get after him and, um, and we're, we're going to do our best to uh, hopefully pitch a shutout.
0: Yeah. And offensively, there's going to be a little bit of continuity. You know, Ty made it through the game, which we're very thankful for. You know, what's what are going to be some keys for him to kind of take that next step uh, in his second straight start?
2: Yeah, I think it's just uh, trusting the process and trusting what the coaches uh, are telling him what to do. And I think um, – Coach Favish, our offensive coordinator, said it best in our meeting. We're just going to continue fighting and continue getting better day by day. And if that's just a little bit on Tuesday, it's just a little bit on on that day, and then go into Wednesday, and we're gonna, just going to win Wednesday and Thursday, and um, we're going to take that into Saturday and really get the revenge that we want. Uh, the second half of the of the Harvard game really wasn't what we wanted, um, and we're going to carry that into this Brown game. And it's it's a Browns a team um, defensively that. I think we can have a lot of success with. Um, we're a very hard nosed team We're we're fighters. Um, I think, um, even in the Harvard game, you saw how much, uh, kind of anger we had with them and how much fight we had in us. And, uh, we're going to carry that in the Brown, a team we don't really like. Um, I mean, we don't like any team, but we're going to come in there. We have to play on a horrible field and we're going to take all that anger out on them. And I think, um, just playing with that swagger, playing with that uh, mindset that we're going to come out and punch him in the face. Um, I think that's what we need to do, especially coming off a, a loss like we did. And I think once we do that, we're going to get um, our identity back, and we're going to carry uh, what we do at Brown into Cornell and hopefully end the season right.
0: Yeah, and one thing I wanted to touch on that I was noticing during the Harvard game, you know, even though we're we're two, you know, ties of the fourth-string quarterback coming into the year, uh, Coach Fabish has really continued to open up the playbook, and so. As an o- offensive player, what does that mean that he's showing confidence in no matter who's under center and giving you guys confidence to kind of go out there and, and try to get some more points?
2: Definitely, uh, he he has confidence in everyone under center. I mean, he even put me back there. So I, I mean, <laughs> that's a shock. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that just tells you where we are. And I think um, he has confidence in everyone on our offense, and it doesn't matter which eleven guys are out there. We're going to execute and we're going to make plays. Um, I think every coach knows that, and every coach wants us to succeed and no matter who's doing what and what plays are being called we're going to execute them and to the best of our ability and if things go wrong then I mean that's when you have leaders step up and and try to fix what's what's going on so I think um everyone's really trusting in what we have trusting in the playmakers that we have even though we're losing some um no despite who's out there I think every player knows what we have every player knows the the caliber of players that we have and the firepower that Um, we're able to bring in each week, and I think it's just executing. And um, once we're able to do that and once we put everything together, I mean, we still haven't played a complete game. Once we do that, it'll be scary, and we're going to blow these guys out.
0: All right, that's all I have for this week. Uh, Now we're going to take care of a little business. A reminder, there's two ways to check us out. Uh, SoundCloud, our home of the podcast from the beginning, and we're also on iTunes, so visit the iTunes store Apple store, search for Captain's Corner, and subscribe, tell your friends, Uh, We don't want to talk to ourselves. I've said that before, but just a good reminder. Um, Good luck on Saturday, guys. As we talked about, Columbia and Brown meet up this Saturday, November 10th. Uh, In Providence, the game's going to be streamed on ESPN+. As always, to sign up for ESPN+, visit Com. Subscriptions are as low as $4.99 per month or $49.99 annually. You don't just get Ivy League games. You get MLB games, NBA games, all sorts of stuff. So it's a really good buy. Uh, I have a subscription myself, so go get, go get a subscription and watch Columbia on Saturday. Senior Day, next Saturday, November 17th against Cornell um, in the Empire State Bowl. Tickets are available, can be purchased by visiting www.gocolumbialions.com backslash tickets or calling 888-LIONS-11. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you again next week. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Thanks.